0: you're listening to the final whistle podcast if you're listening on spotify or apple podcasts make sure to follow us on there or if you're watching on youtube make sure to subscribe enjoy the episode hello and welcome back to the final whistle podcast we are we are back after probably too long of a hiatus that we planned um due to exams (laughs) and life yeah unfortunately the ability to log on to zoom um, we're back and we thought why not bring it to a topic that's been quite recent and quite big in the country um the lionesses winning the euros it finally came home they've won it before the men mm-hmm. so quite impressive we've done, for them. we've done it boys and it was against germany in the final which made it even better uh, as my uncle said when we were watching it um after we won quick pan to some german children crying um that was his demand for the bbc but they didn't do it um yeah. yeah 2-1 in the final what do you reckon of that result then best team in europe
1: yeah just come home simple <laughs> as you know it was a bit of a bit of a struggle to get there obviously with the uh the equalizer and a few right like dodgy patches throughout the game or whatever but yeah no it was obviously good show of a uh, good show of morale and team spirit to come back get the win fortunately we didn't have to sit through another round of penalties like last I time i did i did think that was coming is... to
0: be honest but mm.
1: Although, like it's always entertaining to watch penalties, but yeah, it's just it's just terrible to to go through that.
0: And I must say the if they were going to make it any more difficult, obviously they scored the equaliser, but the referee was at her best ability of being utter crap throughout the game. My
1: dad was saying when he watched it, there were so many fouls that. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. that could have been given as yellow cards and they just didn't. I don't know if it's because they didn't want the game to get called off or something, but yeah, it was very, it was really passionate. She was, I can't remember what her name was, but it's the really tall one who got tackled by some German player and she got up and she had a few words. Oh yeah. Jill Scott. Uh, yeah. Jill um, Scott. Yeah. That's the one.
0: Yeah. That clip's quite funny. But Yeah. The referee was dreadful. Yeah. I mean, in the first half, the Germans about three mm-hmm. of them probably should have been booked in the first 20 minutes. Um, they were dreadful she had to use i mean it's what they're there for but she had to use her linos to pick up quite a few fouls that she had actually missed um but Uh yeah she she was atrocious (laughs) but to be fair it was quite a good quite a good um result in the end i don't really care about how we can forget now that we've won it um yeah literally uh, there were quite a few players that looked quite good and i'm sure they've They've obviously looked quite good through majority of the tournament. I haven't been able to see the whole tournament because I've been away, but I've seen quite a bit of it and through the highlights. Mm. Um, Lucy Bronze and Millie Bright in defence have looked very solid, and I think uh-huh. quite a few of the men probably I would like I'd rate them against them maybe in soccer uh, soccer raid yeah. in a few years whenever they retire and uh-huh. parade, bring out the ex England internationals that we'll get to see that. Um, yeah. But what were your thoughts on the team throughout the tournament as a whole?
1: Well, obviously, I was very, very proud as an Arsenal fan to see two of our players doing so well. Obviously, Leah Williams, Williamson is the, the captain of England in midfield. That was obviously very good. And then seeing Beth Mead, you know, lift the trophy. I'm not lift the trophy, sorry, lift the... Uh, what was it? it was, she got player of the tournament the, and, the and the top yeah, scorer. Yeah. yeah, she won the Golden Boots. Obviously, two Arsenal women's players. It's fair, it's excellent, as well as obviously not totally related to, to England. But uh Miedema, our Arsenal striker, also doing really well. I think she scored quite a few goals, I think. Don't <laughs> fact check me, I'm pretty sure. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm not going to lie and say that I've watched a lot of the Euros because obviously I could definitely have watched more. But I think it is definitely going to be a turning point in, in in women's football. I think I'll be inclined to watch it more now because obviously... Now it's they, they've made the statement that we are we do deserve to have the attention that we you know that they desire, and obviously have you seen the letter that they sent through to Parliament? I think something to do with with yeah. girls' sport in PE or something like that. Yeah,
0: I was going to come onto that in a bit. It's like I think it said in there three percent. Only sixty three percent of girls can actually have access to football in PE lessons, which is like yeah, ridiculous. Literally. And I think they were wanting more of that, more female PE teachers, and, and yeah, literally. It's. I think when you the whole thing about this is, yeah, and after. I was just gonna say it's when you're saying about it, it's the turning point. I think definitely like uh, mm-hmm. as much as before, I wasn't really following it at all. But once you, I think it was after the quarterfinals and stuff like that when the hype really started to build about it. um mm-hmm. And then I yeah. think the, the final got 17 million viewers. Obviously, got like 87,000 at Wembley, which is the highest that. Wembley's uh-huh, had in ages and more than the men. Yeah, um, so I think people got a bit got really excited about it, and rightly so. And I think, yeah, I think mm-hmm. I'm not sure when their World Cup is. I'm not sure if it is in two years because one of the commentators said, "Yeah, next, I don't know. next year." But I don't really know. Well, it, would,
1: it would make sense because because this one will have been. It's the same as the men's, isn't it? Because was it delayed? Our Euros was last year, so our mm. World Cups this year. So their World Cup's going to be next year, I presume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I think be- it's, it's, it's great. Like, I, um, I definitely got into it, obviously, when I saw there in the semi-final. I went down to the pub and watched it. And, yeah, it was a great game. Obviously, some of the, the goals they scored were excellent. Like, the back heel. I was just going to say uh, back heel. I can't, I can't was, remember. It was, really was it Ru- Russo or Ross or something? But that was an excellent, excellent goal. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, I, I just think it shows how much more attention the game deserves. And I think you've got to be wary of the people that, like, Lie about it and say how interested they were in it before because yeah. I think the whole point of turning is accepting that it wasn't as big before and now moving on to you know where we can take it and use this as like a stepping stone to to um to make it bigger but obviously uh, it shouldn't have been decided on the on the result of the game no matter what the result was England and uh women's football in England should be promoted much more than it really is you know
0: yeah I think it's really interesting as well the fact that a lot of the team like the players names are now known across the country a bit more as well i was yeah when yeah, I, yeah when i was down at the Wokie and ember game uh, at, on tuesday it was interesting how many of the because mm-hmm. i was stood on the touchline filming the people behind me that are like considering they that like, old men old white men in their yeah. like 60s watching it hearing uh-huh. them behind me talking about the women's game the whole time and them knowing all the names and knowing everything and young, young girls being able to Uh promote this. I think that's quite a good turning point for, for the game because it's getting people to talk Uh about it. It was interesting. One of the things, well, I was completely earwiggling the whole of these guys conversations to behind me. Um, He was, um, he was talking about this guy, how the women's game needs to learn from the men's game of protecting English players in the premier league and not just, Importing loads and loads and loads of foreign players into the game because the Premier League now but yeah for us it's good to have the
1: diversity through, but like
0: yeah. encouraging
1: English talent is great isn't it because the Premier it, League's
0: it. a bit loose on that in the men's side as well there's obviously quite a few teams that are fully English or well, not fully English mostly English but a lot of them aren't as oriented with an English spine Fair, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. I mean, we,
1: obviously, uh, there is a rule on homegrown players, isn't there? Yeah. But it's kind of like, I don't know, it's a weird rule. Like, for for example, at Arsenal, Martinelli counts as a homegrown player because something to do with the age he came in, he started in the under-21s or whatever when he first played, so he counts as homegrown. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, promotion of English talent as well as promoting diversity in, in, in the league as well, of course. Yeah, so I, I think, think you've got to find think, the balance, haven't you?
0: I think the homegrown rule comes... I think they maybe have to spend a certain amount of time in the academy. Maybe it's yeah. a, year, a year or two until they are homegrown, which, I mean, it's just a technicality, I guess. Um, someone else has uh-huh. done quite well out of all the coverage as well is manager Serena Weidman. Um, won back-to-back Euros mm-hmm. now, so I think it was with the Netherlands first, then us. Um, I think yep. she looked from watching the final, she looked very, I know she probably wasn't, she looked very calm throughout all of it. That's probably experience for her. Mm -hmm. Um, But one thing she showed difference between her and Southgate was the tactical knowledge with subs because she brought on uh, Russo and I think it was Chloe Kelly at a certain time in the game. And they both came on and made an instant impact. I think it was Russo that scored the opening goal. Um.
1: yeah and Kelly uh, scored the winner
0: and yeah exactly and now there's <laughs> all over TikTok especially i am come up on my TikTok feeds of comparisons of people basically slating the men's team now and just going oh the women are much better and Serena's much better yeah of course it's a completely different game but if you compared Weidman to Southgate would you think I think she'd struggle maybe with the men but uh, imagine if Weidman came in as the men's national team manager. Do you think she'd be Mm. able to make an impact there? Do you think she'd struggle just because there's not been a female manager, especially not even in the Premier League?
1: Yeah. It it would be a massive statement. Like in in world football, it would be one of the first female managers in in, in a men's senior team. But I think, you know, to say that she would make a huge impact on England is, is, is a kind of baseless claim, obviously, because, you know, management isn't always just about tactics and analytics and stuff it's about relationship with the players and it seems that a lot of the men's players have a good relationship with gareth southgate obviously some of the younger players you know giving him giving them the chances to play so i think that definitely comes into it you can't just obviously bring a man any manager in based on what they've just won and expect instant results because i think a national team job is obviously very patriotic not that you know that that no, I'm not talking about somebody from England has to um has to manage England because so obviously you've seen what Serena's done, but yeah, I don't know it's just it's interesting to think about because obviously Southgate has come back from a lot of hard times from when he missed that penalty for England, so he definitely has the heart in it, I think, and I, I don't know that's maybe just part of what that international football is, and sometimes maybe it's best to stick with him but I, I I'm sure she could do a job and it would be really interesting to see, but I doubt that she'd want to you know leave the England team right now, the women's team, because obviously they're doing so well. So it would be a bit of a, a weird change to make as they've got the World Cup coming up as well.
0: Yeah, I think it would be one of those things where if you had a, a simulator, it would be really interesting to see how it panned out. I mm. think, obviously, it's it's got to happen at some point and it probably will happen at some point that more women come into the, the yeah. men's game managerial-wise. Um, I think it will be that connection of respect i think that's got to maybe be built up with premier league and lower league managers first before we just go uh-huh. straight to the to the national team i think another manager that's quite interesting seen her with soccer aid and i'm saying it's chelsea she manages emma hayes she seems mm-hmm. always when she's on i think it's bt or whoever she pundits for always seems she very switched on chelsea women and they're quite successful
1: um does she does manage them now, or was she previously?
0: No, she manages them now still. I think she's managed them for years. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. But she's she's very good, so I wouldn't be surprised if at some point she ends up in the men's game somewhere, if she wants to, of course, um, because she seems uh-huh. very switched on. But I think, yeah, it would be a gradual one to see how it goes. Um, one of the main things, obviously, we've said about the tournament is creating this change. Do you think it's going to be a, a long old journey to get it up and even more because of the super league yeah, 100%. the women's super league is it's been a relatively new i think obviously in the last few decades it's been set up and launched properly um how much do you mm-hmm. think needs to be invested in it to make it as accessible and you know watchable on tv yeah. and things like that i mean yeah they need to they need to maybe take the
1: financial risk and show, show more games. Obviously, it's going to cost clubs money to, and, and TV production companies money to broadcast the games, and they might not expect to see instant results. You know, They might, they might see an influx in, in, in viewership over the next year or so because of this World Cup win, but then they might see a dip. But I think what they have to do is stick with it and, and really promote it, because otherwise it just shows that it's sort of a, a baseless claim of... If they're saying that, oh, we need to promote women's football... And then they go half-assed at it and it doesn't really work. And then they scrap it. It's not really showing you what your actual intentions are. If your intentions are to promote uh, gender equality in football, then you need to sort of take the risks financially and and go for it. And I think part of making it a long-term project is what it will help to like change, make change in a social, social aspect as well. I think.
0: Yeah. I think this last season, Sky have started to show more women's games when there's not been a men's game. I think it's international breaks and stuff, they show it. So, whether I mean, Sky Mm -hmm. has got endless channels, even if they set up a women's like Sky Sports Women's Football or yeah, whatever creative why not call it Sky, whether that would be a better thing because I think you've
1: got F1 and that's not really a sport, so you might (laughs) as well just put women's football in instead,
0: exactly. Um. I think at the moment the problem is you said there with uh them half-arsing showing it i think that's kind of what it's been the last season with it being a filler for yeah. when the men aren't on because that kind of degrades exactly, it a yeah. bit lower so maybe you know you quite- have to
1: be realist
0: like it doesn't get the
1: same viewership uh, oh, this is course, what we yeah. need to do to get better you know we have to try at least
0: yeah so so if anyone is listening from sky um Hit us up because I'm trademarking that Uh, Sky Sports Women's Football trademark um, copyright claim. Um, So you're going to have to ring us up and pay us our sum (laughs) for creating that for
1: you. We'll register the trademark (laughs) later on. Don't worry, Sky.
0: Yeah. And they better know, Sky, we're a powerful force. We individually stopped the, the Super League. I'm not sure whether you're aware of this at Sky, but it says so on our on our YouTube page final whistle podcast individually stopped the super league so you're welcome um so the it amount of, the amount of draw that we've got it's it's very unbelievable um <laughs> moving ahead how we do <laughs> moving ahead from our um power and strength in in the media world um we look ahead to the world cup for the men's team not too long to go obviously because it's mm-hmm. going to be a christmas tournament which is going to be really weird um, how are you feeling about England's chances? Positive because obviously, or worried because the was it the Nations League or whatever we had before, which we decided to Ooh. not be able to play football at.
1: Yeah, I, I can't remember even watching the Nations League. I don't have any memory of that.
0: Because we got battered by Hungary. Do you remember? Did we? Yeah, we get back, got battered by Hungary and I think we, lost, we drew with a load of people. And it was
1: really Oh no, yeah, I remember quite, that white quite was shit, shite. I thought you were talking about yeah, yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I'm gonna not I don't know, I'm not feeling positive even though the Euros that we had, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm just thinking about Arsenal right now, to be honest. I don't really give a shit about England <laughs> right
0: now. I watched the I watched the 6 0 highlights <laughs> this afternoon from Sevilla. That was the one you were at, right? The one that
1: yeah, I went to
0: that game. Yeah, I've put Jesus, he's top of my fantasy team. Because um, if, oh, yeah, if that man doesn't bag ridiculous amounts of goals this <laughs> season from what he's shown in pre-season, then he's mugged us all off yeah. on our fantasy teams. He will. Uh, have Watch you watched...
1: Watch him, on Chris... Watch him tomorrow, half six. The
0: big question is, I've spoken I've to other have Arsenal fans what? who say they are not watching it. Have you watched? started the uh, new Arsenal series that's come out on Amazon?
1: I have, yeah. I've, I've seen the first two episodes.
0: What are your thoughts? I haven't about- watched the
1: third one. I mean, William. yeah, it's, it's it's quite depressing, to be honest, watching the losing. <laughs> it's because you see how like painful it is, and just having to relive it in HD with so many different angles is 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 tough. But I just finished the Tottenham episode, and obviously that's that's quite a positive one. Obviously, I was that was where we won three one in the North London derby. But yeah, I haven't, I haven't started the third episode yet. I'm going to watch it. I don't know how it's getting released. There's, I think there's 10 episodes. Yeah. And there's something like, I don't know, maybe weekly. I don't know if that will take forever. But I'm not sure. But it's very good, though. Very interesting.
0: Mm. I, I watched the first episode this morning, and I've seen clips come out on Twitter of Amazon promoting it. And I love the clip. I'm not sure what episode yeah. it is. The clip of Arteta to try and prepare the, Liverpool, uh, the Arsenal players for the Liverpool game. By playing oh, yeah. getting he them played, to train till you'll never, never walk alone. <laughs> For then you to go there and get back to I think that's in the episode
1: because I haven't seen it yet.
0: I haven't. I just yeah. seen that clip on Twitter and I'm just like, oh dear. <laughs> at least Genial. he tried. He tried yeah. to do something. It... Tell you what was impressive though. I'm yeah. not sure what episode this is either. The uh the speech from the photographer, whoever it was. Have you seen that clip? Oh, that the, was um... great, yes. Yeah. Stuart
1: McFarlane, the club yeah. photographer. That was really that was impressive. Just before the North Derby.
0: A lot more. Mm-hmm. And also, um from the episode that I watched, it was in number one. Arteta's uh, like speech about his like surgery that he had and heart and surgery stuff to, yeah to like, yeah. motivate them at the start. That was quite impressive. So maybe he isn't uh, a totally mm-hmm. wank manager. We'll have to see this season um, whether he yeah, can. Yeah, no, maybe not. Whether he can uh, get a team now that actually looks decent uh, back into mm-hmm. Europe. So it'll be really interesting to see. Uh, if everybody yeah. wants to, to stay on top of Premier League news and hopefully more regular uh, recordings, especially now when it comes to Premier League because Nottingham Forest back in it and we're going to win the league. Um, uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm already getting a lot of hate on fantasy uh, chats about um, how we're just going to get battered was, uh, when we we're at work. And somebody, one of the guys was like, oh, yeah, shove this, new, this Newcastle player in. Who have they got on the opening game of the season? Forest. Oh yeah, just shove him up top them triple Forest. captain him do all of this. And it's like, "Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shut up. Shut up." Um, I may deal with that abuse for a while. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll survive. We'll come 17th. It'll be fine. Steve Cooper's magic. I'm not crying. Yeah. Um, I've got I'm going to be really interesting. I'm going to have to do a, a a double a double agent uh maybe video when I go up to the Etihad to watch to watch Forest City, um which I am Oh yeah, you're going to that there. Yeah, we've got tickets. Um, and unless someone from city Man City end, is, is it or the he, Forest. Yeah, end? it's in the city end. So if someone from uh the city club is watching up the city and not Forest. Then um, shirt. <laughs> at some point through the post, I'm getting a city scarf and badges um for my for my are you for my city membership. Um because I'm now a city member oh, to get tickets. Um, fan. <laughs> So, they take yeah. all the
1: fans I can get,
0: won't they? <laughs> it was ridiculous. They have tickets that, that that I rang them up and was like, "Okay, when are the when are the tickets going on general sale?" And this woman was like, "Oh well, you know, they might not. We just we don't really know. We'll have to just wait and see." Basically, they're just scamming everyone to buy memberships to get their bloody tickets. So <laughs> I'm now a registered yeah. Manchester City member. You have member. to pay for a membership. Yeah, twenty quid. Yeah, yeah. and then it was like fifteen quid cool. for a ticket. So. It's not That's that not bad. bad, yeah. Which because they've got you're no side to get smashed. Oh, of course, S- six one. I reckon the prediction might be. You know, as long as Jesse Lingard does. You do actually cele- think it? Do you actually think you're going to win? <laughs> There's no way we're going no. to beat Man City, or are we? Do you vivid? think it will be
1: flattering, or you're going to get hammered?
0: Mm, I I think it will be all right. It will see. Well, what's your, is, your, is that the second or third season? game of the season? Fourth. So we've got a while to get used Fourth, to it. Okay. We've got Newcastle yeah on Saturday, um, which we could do yeah. average in I'll take a what do you have. let me check. We've got really you know tough We'll get from first four games and then September is a really nice month because we've got like oh, Leeds, see, okay. Bournemouth Fulham. Um, but yeah. yeah
1: you got you got wet Newcastle West Ham Everton. but on oh, it's your fifth game it's your fifth Is game. it a fifth game?
0: okay. I think we, we can beat... Saw
1: West Ham, Everton, Spurs, City.
0: We can beat Everton. I think we... Because West Ham's at home. I think we could beat West Ham at home. Um, it's uh-huh. ridiculous. West Ham at home sold out in less than a day. Um, yeah. Like all all of our tickets... On general been, sale? Uh, no, it didn't reach general sale. Um, all... I don't think I'm going to be attending a home game this season. I don't think it's... I don't think it's going to be possible. Um No. All the tickets are selling out in less than a day to members and season ticket holders. So, mm. and there's a lot of complaints. You're not a member at all. I can't. I couldn't. I tried, but I tried to get an away membership, but you have to have been an away member last year um, with a certain amount of points. No, but
1: home membership. I mean, did yeah, you not you get like a season
0: ticket? Couldn't no, couldn't. Season tickets are no. only available if you're a previous season ticket holder. They've had to reduce some of the number oh, wow. of season tickets. Um, because we have to give away fans more seats now. How's that? Yeah, so basically, one of the oh, stadium, right. one of the ends, we normally we split it in half and had away this side and then home that side, but we're having to give the whole end away to our, away fans now because we, Premier League, say oh, you really? have to have 3,000 away tickets, so it's going to be all oh, right. Wow, a lot more. They've had to move about. But, I mean, to be fair, I'm just going to scan my way to watch them. I'm sure there'll be other teams where I've got no fans either that will come and I'll just buy a membership there as well and just collect membership yeah. cards.
1: Don't worry. You can what you can go to the Arsenal Forest game on the... Good okay, is in the focus. No, but I, I, I intend... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah there we is. go. The 30th of May, when you will see off your relegation. Yeah. We'll be... be nice that we'll gift wrap it. Yeah. We'll send you down... Spiritually, in a nice nice way, you know?
0: Well, I think we could be 20 points clear at the top by then, I reckon. 20 points 20 clear points at first. Jesse no, I'm Lingard. Kidding. I do think you're going to stay up. Jesse Lingard will tai have yeah. top scorer. Oh, I don't Jesse know. I think, I think Jesse Lingard's going to score his 900th goal of the season, um, which will validate his money. Um, and then. Yeah. <laughs> How big are his wages? So, this is the, the bloody talk sport are jamming yeah. shit about Jesse Lingard mainly because the guy that runs talk sports, a West Ham fan um, and oh, right. so the reporting voice. is that Lingard is on 200 grand a week and the club have said he's not you can't afford that he's on, he's on 80 yeah. grand a week and we gave him a signing bonus mm. which basically covers the rest of his wages but apparently West Ham offered him 125 grand a week plus a million or so signing bonus mm. So he maybe just doesn't like West Ham. That's it. He just doesn't like West Ham. Why does he
1: not want to go back? I don't
0: understand. I don't know. I think we've flattered him, basically. From what I've read, we got Steve Cooper went down and had a private meeting with him in London, as well as the owner and the owner's son who runs the club. Um, So I think we kind Mm of wined and dined him into signing for Forest, And he's going to be the key player. He's also going to
1: get more playing time at you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, hey, well, I mean, he's bro. that kind of guy. He's got a fat ego, isn't he? You know, he wants to be the star sort of thing.
0: Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, we've got, we've been linked. Right, this is the story you'd think would be made up. forrest yesterday uh, have officially been linked with a striker called Jiz Horncamp. Jiz Horncamp. Yes, his first name is Jiz, spelled J-I-Z-Z. <laughs> You couldn't make it Where's up. does he play? He's a striker. What <laughs> Hornkamp. Where, where, no, who did he play for? He plays in the Dutch league for Wilhelm something. Um, yeah. yeah. And someone said, I can't wait to get Jiz oh, wow. number nine on the back of my shirt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. It would honestly be so funny. I'm not sure we're going to sign him, but... Are they reckon no. we're going to get three or four more signings, which take the tally up to like 14 new players, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. But 14? Oh well. Yeah, we've got 12 already. or 11. Bloody hell. yeah, Yeah. Up, up, up the forest. Wow. So when we win the league this season, um, you've heard it here first. Uh, make sure to like the video and subscribe, or if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, follow us on there. Give us a cheeky share so everyone else can hear. How brilliant we are and consistent mm-hmm. we are with uploading, which is definitely true and gonna happen a lot more now. Uh, so, thank it's you very much. It's gonna get better. Uh, it's gonna get better. So, thank you everybody for listening. That was the final whistle.